When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Hello and welcome to a special parody edition of Talking Real Money Quick. I'm Don McDonald, your host, being very, very serious here at the beginning because for the rest of this segment of the podcast, I am not going to be so serious. Recently, I discovered something interesting. It's hard to keep a bad man down, isn't it? There's a guy, lives in the state of Washington, used to sell get-rich-quick classes, got in trouble with the Federal Trade Commission, then got in trouble with the Federal Trade Commission again, then got in trouble with various states' attorneys general, and just a few years ago, he was released from a penitentiary in the state of Washington after serving a part of his 88-month sentence for tax evasion. Now you'd think that he would have learned his lesson after going to prison. You'd think, but you'd be wrong. Because, well, ladies and gentlemen, he's back. So what follows is a special parody edition of his new podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Wade Crook. What? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't say that. I did. Okay, maybe I've heard it so many times I just say it. Let me try again. Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm Wade Cook. You know there are a lot of myths about money and a lot of confusion about money and a lot of things about money that people just don't know. They ain't very good at it, so they just don't know. They don't know the things they don't know, and they don't know the things they do know. They don't know anything. They just don't know. Why are they so stupid? Well, it's because they don't know who to talk to. Who knows what the heck they're doing? They they, they don't pick the right people. They don't uh, they don't know what they don't know and who they don't know it with. So they know they don't pick the right people, or at least I know that. And so I'm going to tell you how you should do that eventually when I get to it after a whole bunch of myths and legends that I don't even understand. You have to understand that I used to drive a cab. I used to drive a cab, and then I wrote a book, and then I wrote another book, and then I wrote another book, and then I started doing these things they call seminars. I was so so successful that I made, I don't know, what did I make? Like a lot of money. Somebody told me it was like half a billion dollars until the Federal Trade Commission told me I had to give it back. And then I didn't. And then they told me I had to give it back again. And then I didn't. Then eventually I didn't pay taxes on all that money I made. And even though I didn't know I had to, because, hey, I used to drive a cab. The IRS prosecuted me anyway, and they made me go to prison for a very long time. But that should not change the fact that I give good advice. I've given good advice because I made a lot of money one day. I did. I remember it distinctly. 
I can't tell you exactly how much, but it was a lot. And I do remember that happening. Now, of course, when I was forced to turn over the numbers, you know, the actual, like, the books, the, you know, the, don't need to pay attention to the books. They're not that important. But anyway, I had books, apparently, for my WIN network, Wealth Information Network. And uh, it turns out somebody misled me. They say we lost $1.7 million trading options. How is that possible? The reality is we made a lot of money. We really did. And I'm really, really good at this. I mean, for heaven's sakes, people, I've written like 25 books. Of course, they're all bestsellers in my mind, but they're books and I wrote them or somebody helped me and somebody did it somewhere. But that's never, never mind that. You can have your cake and eat it, but you can't eat it and have it. So give up thinking that you can do that. You can't have it. Wait a minute. You can't eat it and have it, but you can have it and then eat it. You see? So all those people who said that were just wrong. I don't know where that original saying came from, but they were wrong. Remember, I drove a cab. I didn't read books. I wrote books, but I didn't read books. And don't pay any attention to the fact that I went to jail. It was a disagreement between me and the government. And remember, I'm a little guy who made half a billion dollars and then lost it all and then made it again and then lost it all and then made it again. And it's dizzying. I don't know how I'm still doing this at 70 years old, but... So where are we going with all this? Well, we're going back where we've always been. Where do you think? I'm doing seminars or webinars or or netinars or whatever the heck they're called. And, you know, I, I'm sure some of them are free. Oh, they're not? Well, I thought I'd been saying they were free. $95? Wait, do they get like lunch or something? No. $95? What do they, what do they get? They get to watch it online? Wow, no wonder I'm doing okay. All right, well, 95 bucks. Just go to the Wade, one of the Wade Cook websites. There's just, they're everywhere. I think I lost some of them in bankruptcy, but they're here, they're there, they're everywhere. And so what do I teach you in these Weber things, these online doohickeys? What do I teach you? Well, at first it was real estate and income. Then it was covered call writing and income. Then it was like dividend income. And I think I'm coming back around to the covered call writing thing because nobody understands it really. So it's hard for them to call me on any of my claims. They really can't. It's too confusing. It's options. So here's here's what you're going to get. You can make up to $9,000 a month writing covered calls on stocks you already own. Wow. It's a no-brainer. So get over to one of those there Wade Cook sites and sign up. Just sign up. Give me your money and then buy a bunch of my books and then give me some more money and then come to one of the bigger classes down the road that costs like, oh, I don't know. There may be three or $5,000, but I'm sure I'll give you a discount and I'll teach you how you can make $9,000. I didn't tell you on how much. I just said $9,000. So don't miss it. Go to one of the Wade things. And I even have a Facebook thing called, I used to drive a taxi, then I got rich, then I got broke, then I got rich, then I got broke, then I went to jail. Now I'm trying to get rich again. And uh, remember, go to one of the Wade Crook sites, wadecrook.com. No, wait, that's not the right one. What, I did it again? Oh, Cook. I'm sorry. Wadecrook.something. 
And if you think maybe I was a bit too hard on Mr. Cook, well, just stick around because at the end of today's Talking Real Money Quick episode, I'm going to give you the whole story on what Wade did in the past and actually share a few real, not parody snippets from his podcast. Oh, and remember, if you have a question about anything money-oriented, but particularly about investments and getting into bad investment deals, really, before you pay $95 for a seminar, you might want to give me a call at 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. You can call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I will answer your questions and help you solve your problems right here on this podcast. 855-935-TALK. This is Talking Real Money Quick, and I'm Don McDonald. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. There are two basic kinds of life insurance, cash value or permanent life and term life. Term is cheap and provides cash to those who rely on your income should you die prematurely. Most term policies never pay out and the premiums are lost, like most insurance. Whole life provides a lifelong death benefit and is mostly used by those who need a source of permanent support. Whole life is expensive because eventually everybody dies, so a payout is inevitable. Both of these forms of death insurance are a pretty tough sell. To help boost sales, the insurance industry got creative and started offering what I call liar life. Here's the pitch. You get the return of the stock market, tax-free income, and a no-loss guarantee. That's an easy sell because it isn't true. The product is called Indexed Universal Life, and through a series of complex strategies, they're able to offer a portion of the return of the stock market up to a certain cap without dividends. The lies are implying that you get the return of the stock market when these policies average about 3 to 4% annually, typically, stating that the income is tax-free when it's only a loan that requires the policy never lapse, not mentioning that you can lose money in the early years thanks to huge surrender fees. Oh, and the huge commissions the salespeople people receive, they're rarely if ever disclosed. One of my biggest regular expenses is insurance. If you're like me, you probably send a couple of grand or more a month to various insurance companies, which feels like buying a lot of really expensive lottery tickets for lotteries I don't want to win. Homeowner's insurance to win? My house needs to burn. Auto policies to win? Someone I care about needs to be involved in a bad crash. Health insurance? A win is a debilitating disease. Life, or as I prefer to call it, death insurance? Well, dying is winning. Rather not. Add to these long-term care, disability, mortgage, pet, and even yes, alien abduction insurance and total protection against any catastrophe life might throw your way could bankrupt you today but pay off big should something bad happen. That's why I call insurance a necessary evil and one that needs to be carefully managed. Before you buy insurance, make sure you really need it. Do you need a hundred grand in home content insurance when you just have a bunch of depreciating stuff that can be replaced at a garage sale? Does comprehensive and collision coverage make sense on a 15-year-old beater? When you die, will anyone depend on you for income? If not, skip death insurance. Subscribe to free monthly email updates from the only magazine devoted to real investing, Real Investing Journal, at realinvestingjournal.com.
A recent S&P study found that less than 15% of active large company growth fund managers beat the S&P 500. They'll argue that the value of active management isn't outperformance in good markets, it's protection when prices fall. Studies by both S&P and Vanguard showed no basis for that assertion. In fact, the S&P study flat out stated that the argument that active management improves risk-adjusted performance is, quote, a myth, unquote. About $80 billion a year is wasted on fees and expenses for stock pickers and market timers who exhibit no measurable skill. So why do the majority of investors still place their money in actively managed mutual funds? Maybe it's a lack of financial education or overconfidence or even a culture that places the industry's well-being ahead of the customers. Ignore the financial news. Stick to a disciplined plan. Understand that no one has the ability to consistently pick stocks, time the market, or select the next hot fund manager over the long term. Don't confuse luck with skill. Hindsight is a wonderful thing. While no one recognized it at the time, nine years ago, the market started to recover from the disastrous crash of 2008. In March of 2009, most were still worried that the financial world was coming to an end and stock prices, already off by half, would decline further. They didn't. Of course, every so often there was a little correction to rattle the markets, like August 2011 and August 2015. So how big was this nine-year bull market? Well, if you invested $100,000 in the S&P 500 on March 1, 2009, by the end of February 2018, you would have amassed $446,000. That's an annualized return of 18.1%. But come on, how many people actually did that? Let's assume your timing was really bad. You foolishly bought into the market euphoria of 2007 and by March of 2008 decided you'd put $100,000 into the market. Even after the crash, that would have still grown to over a quarter of a million dollars, an annualized average return of almost 10%. So if you have time to let your money grow, being in is better than being out. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low fee investment advisor, call my firm Vestry at 800-386-3004 or visit us at Vestry.com. Call me a crypto curmudgeon. It's a title I'll carry proudly because after 30 years of trying to protect people, the story of Bitcoin and its hundreds of imitators has a familiar ring. The underlying technology blockchain behind Bitcoin and its copycats has potential value as a secure way to manage transactions. However, current cryptocurrencies are an answer without a question. What unmet need do they fill? I can only see one funding crime. They're very good at that because they're wholly anonymous. Cryptocurrencies are also attractive for con artists looking to get something for nothing. The SEC recently indicted the head of a Bitcoin exchange for outright stealing. If that isn't enough, the government and regulatory bodies are investigating the ICO, initial coin offering market. It appears that some people might be offering worthless cryptocurrencies to investors. Insert shocked gasp here, really. As opposed to those other 1,400 cryptocurrencies that are backed by the full faith and credit of what? What? The fertile imagination of well-meaning geeks? I don't often make predictions, but I feel pretty confident that caution is advised because we ain't seen nothing yet. This is Talking Real Money Quick. I'm Don McDonald. Our number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. This is one of the few podcasts that actually takes calls. So give us a call during the week, anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Leave your question. We'll get it answered on the next 
podcast or the next couple of podcasts, depending on how many come in. Right now, it'll be the next podcast because we don't have a lot of calls. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255 in the first segment. What did we talk about? If you missed it, rewind and go back and listen to it. Gentleman by the name of Wade Cook. Wade Cook is an interesting fellow from the Pacific Northwest. Back in the 90s, Wade bought up airtime all over the place, claiming that he could teach you how to double your money in just a few months. Just a few months! He started out pitching real estate deals, then he went into buying small company stocks, and then he went into covered call writing, and all of these classes, workshops, seminars, they're not even classes, they're all, they're all uh, bad deals. He uh, would charge up to $6,000 per person for these classes, these workshops, these seminars. And he got in trouble along the way. Quite a bit of trouble, actually. It all started before he started on the radio and pitching these seminars. In 1987, he filed for personal bankruptcy, and two companies that he controlled also filed for bankruptcy. Then a couple of years later, the Arizona Corporation Commission, which is like the SEC in Arizona, charged him with criminal counts of selling unregistered shares of a company that he was that he had been a part of. Then in the year 2000, he got in trouble with the Federal Trade Commission and, get this, 14 state attorneys general. They charged him with misrepresenting the potential earnings that one could make after taking his seminars. He was promising people 20% per month. He signed a consent decree with the FTC and the attorneys general, and he agreed to compensate those who purchased products and seminars from him. Two years later, the FTC came back again and filed new charges because he didn't do what he said he'd do the first time. That led to his company, Wade Cook Financial Corporation, filing for bankruptcy because they didn't have any money. All his creditors said they hadn't been paid, and the company was liquidated in 2003. Completely liquidated. So his claims of vast wealth are all a bit overstated. Then in 2005, he was charged with income tax evasion. Now, in one of his newer books, he claims that was just a disagreement with the government, but the court documents showed a different picture. While he was making all this money from his less-than-honorable seminars, and that's being very, very generous, he set up a fake charity to benefit the LDS Church. And with that money, he bought a 40-acre ranch, show horses, new cars, oil rigs. He just bought all kinds of stuff under the fake charity. Well, turns out, a jury convicted him of seven charges of failing to pay almost $9 million in taxes that he owed on, get this, his personal income in two years. And his wife pled guilty to obstructing federal tax laws. He was sentenced to 88 months in prison. His wife was sentenced to 18 months in prison, also ordered to pay back taxes. 
After serving almost six years in a federal penitentiary in Oregon, he was released and sent into a halfway house program from which he was completely released in 2016. And now that he's a free man again, what is Wade Cook doing? He's selling seminars on his new podcast. Here's a sample. So one of the most important things that anybody can do in the stock market, in running a business, whatever, is to make sure that you're careful to whom you allow into your life to influence you. And of course, the person you should trust to give you good financial advice is a convicted felon who's been in trouble with the Federal Trade Commission and with 14 states' attorneys general. Yeah, that's the guy you should trust. You can't have your cake and eat it too. I mean, that expression is in numerous rock and roll songs. It's in books. It's everywhere. But is it true? It's a lie. Yes, you can. You can't eat your cake and have it too. Now, that's a true statement. See, the cake thing was real. I love the seminar business. I've been in it for, I don't know, 30 years, 35 years. And I love people coming and seeing the seminar business I've had. About 80,000 people take my $4,000 seminar. What a thrill. What, that's $320 million right there. Plus, we sold about $180 million more. And in nine years, we did a half a billion dollars, $500 million in sales. And yet the Federal Trade Commission said you got that money fraudulently and you were supposed to give it back. And when they pushed the issue, you went bankrupt. Where did all that money go? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Horse farms and Cadillacs. I forgot. I go to almost every seminar that comes through town. And somebody's up there in front and they're showing the audience how to make all this money. And you know, maybe they're selling a $4,000 seminar. Great. I've done that for years. I will easily, happily pay $4,000 for somebody's seminar if they can show me their existing trades, what they've actually done. And if folks who went to your seminars in the past asked to see the trades, you would have had to show them $1.7 million in losses, right? Hmm. There's a moral here somewhere, I guess. You can get away with stuff for a very long time as part of that moral, which Wade Cook did before he got tripped up by tax laws, which tend to trip up a lot of criminals. But the true moral of this story is that most of the folks who pitch financial products are lightly regulated at best. There aren't a lot of safeguards. There aren't a lot of systems in place to protect you. So it behooves you to protect you and your money. Vet people carefully. If you're at all confused about the motives of someone, get another opinion. Call me, 855-935-TALK. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Get another opinion. There is a lot of good information to be had, but you have to do some work to get it. You need to understand that there's not someone out there actively trying to protect you from every scam or swindle that comes down the pike, or in this case, down the internet. So make sure you do your homework, and if it sounds too good to be true, it is. Period. And please call before you get into trouble at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Thanks for listening to this special edition of Talking Real Money Quick, The Wade Cook Story. <laughs> if you like what you hear, tell a friend or two, 
subscribe to the podcast. And I'd really appreciate it if you'd tell us what you think. Leave a review. Take care. Have a great one. Thanks for listening. I'm Don McDonald. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?